This is Sabrina, your host for the Super Sab in Seattle podcast. It is nearly Halloween time. The ghosts and the ghouls are out, and I have a rerun for you. This is episode 19. Last time I played an episode, I called it 19, but it was 18. So I just didn't have my numbers correct. This is 19. This is a rerun. It's pretty quick. But, you know, I was thinking of you. I want to thank you if you have left a Facebook message. I want to thank you if you've left a voicemail. I want to thank you if you've left a review on the iTunes. And if you haven't, please do. I will be putting together an advice episode soon. So if you have any questions that you want answered by somebody who's not qualified to answer anything, um, send those questions in. It could be big. It could be small. It could be important. It could be not. Uh, just, you know, send them in. Sabrina at supersabinseattle.com is the email. Uh, or you could call the voice line and leave a voicemail. The, the Super Sab phone number is 206-925-3847. So if you do leave an email, it is giving me permission to play that on the air. If you don't want your voice played on the air, you need to say, hey... Please don't play this. Here's my question. Like that. And I will um, not play it. What else? We've got Vanessa here. She'd like to say hello. Hello. I can hear somebody singing out in the alley. They have a pretty nice voice. Can you hear them singing? Okay, well, I am going to play this rerun. I hope to see you guys in about a week or two. Keep on keeping on and watch out for all those ghosts and ghouls out there. First positions, please. Let's go. Pictures up. Quiet, please. Ready to go. Shut. Halloween weekend, everybody. This is Sabrina, your host for the Super Sab podcast, Super Sab in Seattle. And it is a, uh, a cloudy, rather chilly Halloween weekend here in Seattle, Washington. I hope, uh, I hope it's pleasant wherever you are listening in from. And uh, if you are in uh, a, a, a land that celebrates Halloween, I hope it's especially spooky. I know we get a lot of listeners from places that uh, Halloween may may not be celebrated. So, yeah, this isn't really a Halloween episode per se. 
it is episode 49 and this is the third time I've recorded episode 49 and I'll tell you why I'll tell you why right now it's it's uh it's not scary it's not spooky no even though this is Halloween time it is that I have recorded a couple episodes a couple times, started my intro, commented on some uh, very specific uh, happenings in the world, and by the time I go back to edit and post, the, you know, whatever's happened has been finished and solved and is so old news that I can't even post it like those Chilean miners. So I commented on it, and you know, and I had a lot of really funny thoughts. I mean, not that it was a funny situation. It would be horrible to be in underground for three months. But by the time I, I edited it and posted it, they were already out and playing soccer with the president. It's like how I can't post it then. It's old news. So then I, I made a new recording and my and I commented on the Dan Savage It Gets Better campaign, you know, the one where people videotape themselves as a message to gay and lesbian youth who may be suicidal, and to give them the message that it gets better. And I think that's a really great project, and I hope it is reaching the people who need it. Um, but my commentary on, the, on one of the episode 49s that I deleted was all about how it's a great campaign, and the videos are super and I've tried my best to watch them all but what we really need are some high-profile people to get involved to bring this to the forefront of um, visibility and so you know I was, you know then I went back later and by that time President Obama had made one so that seemed like old news I mean he's pretty high-profile I guess the president of the United States so, so yeah, so this is my third episode 49. Either I am especially slow or information is super fast. I'm going to go with both. I am a little slow. True. True that. Uh, but with the internet, uh, I feel like, like news is just boom, 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 boom. I mean, I usually know what's happening from the Twitter even before it makes it to the television news. So, so yeah, everything's moving quick. Okay, well, hey, you know what? Let's get started with episode 49. See where it goes. Now, attention. I want all of you boys and girls here this morning to join in singing the new Bonomo song with me very loud. And you boys and girls out here, watch your television screen for the new words, and you sing along with us. All right, orchestra, strike up the band! Oh, we love the magic cloud, the swell is you with talent. Hooray, it's Bonnie You know, I heard all of you boys and girls out there singing this morning, every last one of you, and you learned that very, very well. And I'm going to tell you a little story about a friend of mine. Now stand right back this way a little bit, Arthur. A friend of mine named Dumpy, and Dumpy was dwarf, and he was the smallest dwarf in the whole, whole world. One day he went walking in the forest and he met a very famous magician and a very handsome magician. And Dumpy said, Mr. Magician, will you teach me to grow big? And I gave him a little piece of paper that said, if you want to grow, you must blow. One, two, three, let's blow.
man, that's real good. And I want to tell you something, that no matter how you take Bonomo's Turkish taffy, it just lasts and lasts and lasts. If you don't see it, you just say, I want my Bonomo's Turkish taffy. <laughs> There's nothing like a creepy magician clown to make you feel like some tricks or treats. It is uh, Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy tricks or treats. And uh, this is episode 49 of the Super Sab podcast. Super Sab in Seattle. And we'll be uh, continuing in just a moment. Hi, everyone. This is a... Diana, or Diana Bellagio, depending on how you want to pronounce it. I accept either way. Um, tuning in here to Super Sab. Thank you for having me. Super Sab asked that I uh, uh, say something about sporting activities. I don't know if this is relevant to the topic. I really don't, of what Super Sab is talking about today, because I really don't know what she talks about. It is a, it's it, happy Halloween. It's a lovely, lovely Sunday here in Seattle, Washington. I'm looking out the window right now, and it is Believe me, it is beautiful. The fall, like this is it. This is the moment when fall is really shining all throughout the city. It's really a beautiful place. If you haven't had a chance to visit, you certainly should. It's lovely here. But um, it's uh, Halloween and it is, uh, we are deep in the throes of football season. In our neighborhood, football is a big deal. It's a huge deal. Every Saturday you can hear the, the Pee Wee League and everybody, it's a big cultural gathering everybody comes and you can hear the screams and the shouts from the football field and it's kind of you can tell that it's a day that families uh, kind of build their day around is to see whoever whatever person in their family participating in the local football action i myself i'm pretty well versed in football and all that is sporting i'm i i much to super sab's dismay i feel i am a a sport person. I like to watch sports. I like to play sports. I like to, don't necessarily like to talk about sports, but um, I just like them. It's a huge part of when I was growing up. It was a huge part of the uh, culture that I grew up in. My father was very much into sports, and so it was always on the television. He surfed. He played softball. He played tennis. He watched football. Watched basketball. But nonetheless, I still love soccer, football. To many of you out there, but I'm a you know, and at, on the other side of the coin, I'm. Uh, a gay feminist human and um, so I have the uh, obvious conflicts with being a sport person. I, I, I really love the uh, the sport in and of itself and in for itself. The uh, the competition, the skill, the um, strategy. The and then I stepped away from football for some time because of the, uh, the Christians taking over the game and how s it, the football culture in particular is just gross. I really can't stand it. It makes me pretty sick I mean it's it's everything that we that I disagree with you know this rearing of these children from a young age and this very aggressive um, violent sport where uh, physicality extreme physicality is celebrated um, in terms of like just t intense tackles and uh, boys um, just this extreme testosterone situation and the girls on the sideline with the cheerleading and 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 then thinking about it, it's weird because football is like the only sport I feel that where there's not a counterpart that women play or girls play growing up. Like soccer, 
there's you know girls play soccer they play softball which is pretty much a counterpart to baseball you know and then there's uh, basketball and all the other sports tennis um, you can even get into lacrosse even rugby which is a pretty um, physical sport uh, there's you know girls can play rugby and so football kind of stands alone like this sacred entity that's just reserved for masculinity and um, all of American culture just feeds into it and we make these these men who play football who I would feel the majority are probably normal nice people who love Jesus I mean I'm certain they all do they all love Jesus a lot I mean every time they do something and you interview them it's like that's the first thing they do is you know I couldn't have done this without the power of Jesus in my heart the power of Jesus in my heart fueled me to you know take that football and do um, run through that defense and get into that end zone and score those points for my team I did it because Jesus was carrying me there nobody in the um, home viewing audience could actually see Jesus carrying him there but apparently it was the case so maybe we need to watch it closer when we watch these magnificent plays <clears throat> if you look closer really really close maybe put it on pause and do that slow-mo fast fast forward you'll be able to see a, a flowing white cloak and a bearded man carrying um, one of these players across the finish line or the, the uh, end zone anyhow I digress but uh, it's just that ridiculous like seriously god give me a break but I feel that these guys you know they're like they're, their whole life they're giving this prescription to success you know you have you've obviously have physical talent and undoubtedly it takes a lot of dedication to get to the place that these, these, these men have gotten. I mean, a lot of sacrifice in terms of they couldn't do the things that normal kids could do because they were always practicing, always working on their game, always, you know, focused and dedicated. And to get to the NFL, I feel, you know, it takes a lot of, excuse the dogs, if you can hear them, they're barking. It takes a lot of dedication and work. I mean, I feel like to get through football, you could probably, or excuse me, through college, you could fly through college on talent, but once you get to the NFL, you know, you got to put some elbow grease into it. So, you know, hats off to them. It's, it's, it's a lot of sacrifice to get there. And I wish at some point they would, you know, acknowledge that as opposed to giving this white man in the cloak all the, all the uh, props for getting them to where they are. But really, it's their dedication and determination and all their family members around them, you know, putting up with their shit pretty much their entire life. Anyhow, so their whole life, they're supported by the, the family, and it's, from my observations, it seems that, you know, they're the uh, the golden child of the family, and they're going to, you know, the, the classic story, going to get the family out of poverty through their talents, and uh, and it, it just all goes in line with this prescription to success, where they've, they're, they're, they're given this, okay, this handbook to salvation, you know, okay, so this is, you do A, B, and C, the X's and the O's, and this is how you get through college, and you get to the NFL career, and you make a really great um, income and you can support you know all your family and entourage in the same light here's this book it's kind of like a playbook for life it's called the Bible um, and you could really translate these Psalms and everything's into X's and O's you know you have you have the 12 disciples they would be the X's and the O's would be I don't know the um, the uh, the Sodomites and the Philistines on the other side or something like that and so they're you know they're tacking in block lane for Jesus and like if you do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and um, even if you stumble, like if you happen to get into a dog fighting ring, or beat the bitch wife, or rape someone, or whatever may be the case, because we all know we're all human, right? We're, we all can do those things. But if you ask for forgiveness, because, you know, baby Jesus died on the cross for you, it's all right. You'll be fine. So just keep 
you know, this Holy Bible Playbook and uh, do your X's and O's to salvation. And, um, you know, sometimes Jesus will have to, you know, do a, um, a punt and not be able to go for it on fourth and one because you have to have patience, right? You have to have patience. So, and sometimes, you know, Jesus is, you know, going to want to kick that field goal as opposed to going for the score. And sometimes Jesus is going to fumble. The defense will come in and they'll get the ball back and you guys will score. So, just like in football, where there's a formula to success, there is in life. And so then, hence we have like all these football players with their uh, insane Christianity. And it's crazy because now here we are at this point in, in um, professional football where there's all this controversy about, uh, uh, what do they call it? Well, what I like to call hits with malicious intent. So these hits, these um, these hits to the head where these people are actually getting concussions. I mean, the game is becoming, I feel, uh, a couple of steps away from um, worldwide wrestling. Hey there, little bugger! The scene that surrounds the Super Bowl, the, the carnival of American culture. I mean, I'm American, of course, and I, you know, feel grateful to, you know, live here. I'm sure I would be grateful to live in England if I live there or wherever, you know, whatever. It's a cool place to live. But um, we get a little carried away with it, I feel, with this Americana business. And it's um, really comes to a head with the with the football, you know, with the fighter pilots at the halftime and the old Amer- American classic rock players. You know, you got the um, Tom Petty. So whatever, you know, so it's like the celebration of American culture. And this is our game. We invented it, people. And um, we're very proud of it. And so here we go. Like, here we are with these people, these these analysts trying to fuck with our game. They're trying to not, you know, make people hit below the head. What? And then everyone's outraged. And, you know, players just play. Well, I just got to play the game. I know how to play. You know, whatever. It's just, it's so intense, but I just keep watching it. And um, when I watch it, I'm filled with, you know, just a weird feeling. I watch it for a reason that, uh, you know, it was just like everybody else, I guess. It's part of their cultural upbringing. And it reminds me of my father, you know, because we used to watch it together. A lot of the times is when we would watch it together. Good memories. Um, But... I try not to think about it when I watch it because to watching it for the game itself it's really entertaining but you know taking unpeeling that layer of the the different layers of it it's like oh god I mean and it's so obvious the 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 deconstruction of football and its reflection of disgusting heterosexual um cheerleader in love with the quarterback culture and how that has that affects so many way, things that happen bad in our world. You know, the, uh, the the gay bashing and the gay suicides. You know, those those kids who are fucking with these teenagers and these teenagers who feel inadequate. You know, it's all against the backdrop of what it means to be a man, what it means to be a young man, and what it means to not be a man and to be a freak. And there's one category, which is the uh, mainstream culture, especially in junior high and high school, and sporting uh, and football and all of that is a huge part of the definition of masculinity. And if you're a kid who doesn't necessarily into that and you happen to live in a culture that doesn't support that sort of uniqueness, I mean, in, in a lot of urban environments, kids are pretty supported, at least in in in. in in Seattle and probably in San Francisco and, you know, those kind of liberal cities. But 
if you're in the thick woods of Louisiana and you and you're not into playing football and you you know dress differently it's pretty scary and I feel a lot of that uh, football culture or what makes football culture so successful contributes to that so it's uh, I feel sometimes when I watch football I'm participating in that in a little bit and that's my struggle because I don't want to participate in that but I like the game it's a kind of a sad but funny commentary on the bozos that are walking around in the streets of America but those bozos can be you know very detrimental to the development of culture and identity for some kids so I don't know it's a struggle but um, you know I'm excited that I also like you know soccer and uh, the Sounders are in the playoffs I'm going to that game tonight and it's weird because I'm sure soccer or football in other countries has that same um, stigma about it where it's you know macho-ness and and uh, blockheads playing, you know, kicking a ball around. But um, here in the States, it certainly is um, the opposite, where it's almost like the thinking man's game, which is, or thinking person's, pardon me, game. It's a, it's kind of funny, because it's like kind of an elitist situation here in the States, but I know in the other countries, it's very much uh, um, from the streets and kind of a gritty, similar to football here. What, what football here is in the states but anyways um but you know what girls can play soccer too and so it makes it easier for me to take but you know the man, the the football there's no it's so protected and so sacred and so um so macho that there's not even a girls can't you know play it growing up because it's it's pretty freaking violent too and i don't know if there's a lot of continuing in that same theme i don't know if there's a lot of people that would want their girls playing such a violent game but you know it's okay for the boys to go out and get their heads bashed in but not girls it's it's too much it's too crazy anyways but they we do have a here a professional women's football team i've heard about i've never seen them it's just kind of this underground professional women's football league where they actually wear pads and tackle each other i think that's really interesting but talking about that will lead me on a whole nother tangent about um gay culture imitating heterosexual culture which is another pet peeve oh you know the uh, the dichotomies and the um the dichotomy of male and female and masculine and feminine and the uh, clinging to those those gender identities and then replicating that within gay culture whether it be uh, the um you know butch and femme or the whole butch movement they have in the lesbian community now or the uh, top and bottom in the gay community these just these dichotomies are just it's why even why 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 even be gay if you're just going to bring that culture into ours you know why can't we create our own you know it, it, anyways sound like Rodney King why can't we just all get along but it's 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 lame but I gotta go because you know what the dogs um, are looking at me um, the monster uh, Boston Terrier is is uh, scratching my leg because he needs to go outside. It's a beautiful day. So thanks for listening, and I hope it wasn't too boring. And um, happy Halloween. Hope you have a good one. Can we can we get some applause for Diana Bellagio? That's great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Episode 49 of the Super Sab Podcast. Super Sab in Seattle. And Diana said she doesn't like to talk about sports, but I disagree. It's her number one favorite topic. That in uh, the, the New Jersey Shore. She loves that show. Never turns it off. Just kidding. 
Well, we are nearing the end of episode 49, Super Sab in Seattle. Lovely Halloween afternoon. Getting ready for some tricks and treats. And I want to say thank you, everybody, for mailing in postcards and stories and questions. My P.O. Box is 28545. Seattle, Washington, 98118. Address at the Super Sab in Seattle. And um, also thank you for the phone calls and the nice messages. It is very encouraging to get them. Phone number is 206-923-9329. Put it in your speed dial and give me a call. Sometimes, sometimes, I'll even answer. Let's take a minute and open the mailbag and maybe open it, read an advice question. Dear Super Sab, my boyfriend left me for my best friend and now they're getting married. I was invited to the wedding. What gift should I bring? Oh, that is very uh, crazy. So what gift should she bring? What gift should she bring? I know. You could needlepoint some of the poetry he gave you when you were dating him onto a, a pillow and, and give it to them. That'd be funny. You could um, give them a picture of you and your boyfriend on a romantic vacation and just Photoshop her face in because that'd be, that'd be kind of creepy, I guess. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would definitely want to do something a little inappropriate. So I'm going with needlepoint poetry. Let's see what else we have. Dear Super Sab, my landlord sometimes enters my apartment while I'm at work and moves my furniture around. Is this legal? Signed, Renter. Well, in the state of Washington, that is absolutely illegal. And my hunch is, in most states, that is illegal. First of all, it's kind of creepy that somebody would be in your house moving your furniture around when you're not home. And second, a landlord has to give 24 hours notice, at least here in the state of Washington. Um, I recommend checking with your local renter um, advocate group. You know, Google on the internet the city you live in and a, and a renter's, renter's guide. Um, definitely inappropriate, illegal in Washington. My hunch is illegal everywhere. Good luck with that. Maybe you need to um, nip that one in the bud. And my last favorite, my last one's my favorite one. It says, Dear Super Sab, what's with the weird photos on Facebook? Now, I hope everybody listening has gone and, and added Super Sab to your, to your Facebook, you know, what you like thing. Uh, because I do like to uh, interact with people on Facebook and and I do post a lot of kooky pictures. And, and the thing with the weird photos is um, that I'm usually incredibly shocked that these photos exist and that they are on the internet for anybody to see. I mean, some of these photos are very, very strange. And there they are, just out in the open. It's just like when I watch America's Funniest Home Videos. You know, I'm shocked. I'm shocked at, at what, people, uh, what people are willing to do in a public sphere. All right, well, you know, I hope I get uh, 
more more letters and postcards I am starting a postcard collection so please 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 this is my request to everybody is is drop a postcard from your town or city uh, through the mail to me as a gift because uh, I am starting a postcard collection. I've gotten quite a few and I've got some great listeners all over all over the world and I think that's awesome. And again the address is P.O. Box 28545 Seattle Washington 98118. I'd like to again thank Diana Bellagio for coming in and uh, talking the way she talks and and, and being the way she is and I'm 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 rushing through this ending I apologize I really really want to get this posted since I don't want to um, wait too long and then have to ditch it and record a new one and uh, Halloween is upon us and I have a, a near nearly 11 year old who's ready to go get some tricks and treats so everybody have a great Halloween stay safe um, stay in the sidewalk, stay well lit, all of that, have fun, and I hope to be back in a week or two, and yeah, rock on with your bad self, we'll, we'll talk to you soon, bye-bye. This is a super great song. On the speaker, up. the music make me freak out. I need a club hat, getting ready for the let out. Temperature rising, feeling better when I step out. Rump shaking, body aching, everybody check it out. See, I raise the roof, it's the mother effer burn. People's effing out crazy, I just let them twist and turn. Throwing fits, cause the music keeps me energized. Looking for that prize to take over in my life. Mr. Right Guy, where could you be? Somewhere hiding in the party when you should be with me. I'm all wore out and losing it. No, I love the dance so you know I'm killing, bruising it. Test me if you ready, I'll be better than the next. Carry on, I'm the best freaking psycho on my chest. I'm the hottest, better yet. Ain't no stopping this to bet. Put your money where your mouth is and give me the check. Exotic on the speaker, get me down.
really great in concert. If you get a chance to see Rye Rye, you should go do it. All right, talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Bye-bye. Cut! That's a wrap! it for the rerun folks i hope uh, you enjoyed it i don't remember what year that was posted um but this year it is 2017 so in a couple years when i play this one as a rerun we'll know super sab in seattle is an independently produced podcast produced by the nice moose artist collective here in beautiful seattle washington come visit it's awesome here um we'll be back with you in a couple weeks uh, listen to the very end past the music you'll hear a, a fortune that you can put deep into your heart and take out into the world with you be nice to each other and leave a message at the itunes and please don't be a stranger find us on the facebook the twitter Email us, the website, www.supersabinseattle.com. Okay, I think that's everything I have to ramble off. Keep on rocking. Hey guys, here's your fortune today. A simple kindness today will soon bring you unexpected rewards. Thank you for listening to the Super Sab Rerun, and we will have a new episode coming out very soon. Goodbye.